For the story behind the action, catch Tabiso Musia weekdays at 7 p.m. So we, are, we have committed uh, to bringing the Department of Sport, Arts and Culture just to report back about the relief fund um, that was made available to those affected by the coronavirus uh, crisis. And uh, the department has always been available to speak to us from the first process, from when the applications were, were, were um, from when applicants rather were asked to submit their papers to when the panel was uh, appointed then. And now we've got the DG just to tell us now which stage this process is. And DG Vusum Zimkiza joins us on the line. Good evening, DG. Thanks for speaking to us again on SAFM. Thank you very much, Kaviso, and uh, good evening to your listeners. Always good to be with uh, SAFM. Thank you, DG. So where is the process now? No, the process has uh, moved quite uh, at at this stage. For those who had applied for sports, I think we can uh, confirm now that the out of that uh, 400 plus applications, we have been able to process all of them, and we have been able to then also almost about to finish payment of the 291 that were 297 that were then recommended. So on the sport side, we have also moved um, quite a, 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 a bit because. We've been able to to process there, and um, as of yesterday, it was at uh, 1,050. But I think, uh, as I speak now, we are oh, at around 1,500, and we should be able to to finish also quicker in regard to the sports side. Oh, sorry, to the art side because we have also beefed up the team and appointed additional uh, adjudicators because we can realize that uh, the creatives can't be patient and patient for long. So we had to find other mechanisms to speed up that adjudication uh, process on the other hand. So I think we are on track and uh, we have uh, adjudicators who are working almost uh, burning the midnight oil and to just make sure that we we get to the finishing line and people get what they deserve. The only thing I can say is that uh, the lessons we have learned just a bit is that uh, one of the things we see is that there have been clearly a skewness uh, in terms of people who were particularly previous disadvantaged uh, communities who seem not to have had a lot of their documents and uh, submitted or had an opportunity to submit and therefore then uh, we're trying to look at the recommendations of the panel how best to address uh, that uh, skewness so that the deserving people are the ones who get it so, so yes. in a nutshell um that is where we are uh, the approval has been uh, at about two or two plus two hundred and thirty two for the spot and we have also uh, processed the payments for, for those who are approved. And as we speak, uh, others are being captured so that people get the relief that they deserve. So are you saying that um, those applications who, who, who probably had missing documents or who had challenges in their applications, um, you've gone back to them and they can reapply? 
at this stage, uh, you know, boss, we need to, on the sport side, yes. we were able to engage, boss. It would have been just maybe a day of the signature uh-huh. that is missing, but everything else is there. Uh, or it would have been uh, then those who did not have documents, of course, they were rejected. I think one sixteen four of the sports people who did not meet the compliance, uh, the, the requirements, mm. were not approved because some of them did not have almost all the compliant documents. But with the side of the arts and culture, we, those who have not been successful, we have started with the process of informing them. I think uh, by today, we had uh, sent uh, six, more than 600 uh, regret uh, letters, unfortunately, if it is based on not being able to, to meet the requirements, either the pay the... The, the tax clearance certificate is not there. Maybe the proof of the cancellation is not there. Um, the issue that there was an event, whether by contract or by a letter confirming the event was going to happen, or people submitting, but in fact, the event was going to take place after June. Because remember, the criteria was between cancellations between March and end of June, or the event took place prior to March before COVID. All those then do not meet the criteria. So we have to to, rec- to send them regret letters. Mm. Just back yeah. to the numbers, DG, just with sport now, focusing on the sporting sector, how many mm. applications were there? How many were successful? Um, for the sport sector, let me get to my uh, proper figures. But it was a... Uh, 400, uh, let me just get my figures right, uh, so that I give you the... No problem, no problem. The, the, the correct numbers. But um, for the sport fraternity, it was, it was a project for just, just about 400 and, uh, 473. Okay. Um, if I'm wrong, I will correct myself. Okay. But two of those 200 and... Uh, 291, yes, 473 yes. had applied, and which of which 291 was approved, uh, and then 165 was declined. And if we look at the breakdown, even of demographics, also we looked into all of those things to see mm-hmm. that uh, then there was a problem of uh, skewness. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at this, the golf, which is a single sport alone, had 70 people who were approved, athletics 86, which means um, athletes who were able to then get the benefits of their relief, boxing 47, uh, of course netball 8, then football 17, we've got then people with disability and physical disability, mainly 15 we had there, triathlon uh, 5, Surfing five, tennis two. So we, we've got all that breakdown for okay. the sport because they have a, we have completed their site. And that two ninety one has been paid. The two yes, I think the two ninety ninety one that are successful. Yes. Yeah. The payments have been processed. Okay. And it's 297, yeah. 297, okay, DG. And were these applications from individual athletes? Were they from federations? Were they from clubs? So sports is a fortunate uh, uh, area 
of our, our work because they are organized in terms of federations. So different codes of sport have got federations. So applications were to be submitted by individuals through sport uh, federations because they know um, they are athletes um, or they are technical people or the coaches. They can affirm that. But it was meant for the uh, federation. Everything came through federations. They had to check them and make sure that they are correct before they forward them to us, make verification of those. So, yes, we were supported heavily uh, through SASCOC and the federations under SASCOC. And then if the federations apply on behalf of their members, then um, is there an obligation to make sure that money is used wisely? Is it something that you follow up or do you leave it to the federations then? Now, remember, we needed to make sure that it's individuals. Even if the federation says we know that uh, in netball, uh, the netball players who are supposed to play in this particular event now is cancelled. Hmm. Still, we needed the details and the signed things by the athletes themselves hmm. uh, so that the banking details, when we paid, we did not pay through the federations. Okay. We paid through um, the, the banks and the, the money was directly into the account of the athlete. Okay. That yeah. makes Okay, that makes sense. And then also, um, there's a question here about whether did you get applications from PSL clubs? Are you no, able to go into more we, detail? <laughs> we did not. Remember, the, the PSL is a professional football body where the, most of the things uh, they are being dealt with. They've got, they've got the cash cow. I'm sure the, 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 the PSL is looking at uh, means and ways to address the issue of the the players, the clubs, um, because one of the criteria was that you shouldn't be having alternative income. Um, you, you mainly solely rely on sport mm. uh, that you are playing. Now, if you look at players, they get uh, all these things from Nike and all those. But our netball, or for instance, they are very clean on sponsorships and all those things. So, no, uh, PSL, I'm sure, they will find a way. In fact, if you look around the world, was that players must take salary card rather than get relief. Mm. Mm. Safa and SA Hockey were the ones that said that they've applied for the relief fund. Is that correct? If we look at the... the, Yes, Safa was part of the the federations that submitted that. So these names I'm talking about, Football 17, was through them. Okay. And overall, DG, then, were you happy with the submissions from the sporting side? Yes, after the adjudication committee had done their work and uh, there were areas where they said conditionally approved and those things got ratified, we were quite happy that at least the beneficiaries uh, uh, began to to really get to the sport that is also played by majority of um, uh, people who, who sport is really uh, boxing, whose sport is athletics, uh, it's, it's shared. Was at first we were concerned that uh, it was a bit skewed when we reported on the 93 being paid, as if we were paying uh, people who could otherwise earn uh, a living uh, differently. So, um, to being uh, politically correct, that the previous disadvantaged people were in fact uh, looking like they would have been marginalized.
and minister did mention that even yesterday, even on the side of arts and culture, mainly because of access to resources, uh, inability maybe to apply because of the lockdown, and um, therefore even internet cafes might not be working, because uh, we have to stay at home. So we understand the difficulties that people who are coming from communities that have less of network and all those things might have not had an opportunity. And that's why Minister said there is a call maybe for the department to relook at opening an opportunity, but he has to assess after the the conclusion of this phase to say what he can do. And tomorrow is engaging with the sector so that they can also advise. And are you able to share what the figures range from or how you were able to determine the figures or does it go back to what you told us last time that in their applications they must say how much they basically lost during this COVID-19 crisis? I know, Thomas, we can share with you. Mm-hmm. What happened was that um, for the for the sport, it was a um, simple post. They were, we, we got to 20,000 rand as a threshold. Okay. Uh, but if you had applied, for instance, to say I'm asking for fifteen thousand, we will then we will then be given that fifteen thousand. But if you apply for a million, because this is not compensation, this is relief, you will then be getting that twenty thousand. Otherwise, we would have this money only going to those who claim big. When in fact the issue is soften the blow be able to still maybe pay a little bit of rent, buy a little bit of food while we're going through the phase of the painful pandemic, um, which was not really imposed by anybody else, but the whole world is facing. So we had to just make sure that we're saying at least the threshold be that 20,000, but if you ask for 10, we give you that 10. But if you ask for 50,000, we can only afford 20 so that we cut this cake to as many people as possible. And how is that cake divided between sport, arts and culture? Is it divided in the middle, the 150, or is it divided according to the number of applications from each sector, successful applications? Mm. See, the danger in the country that people have not yet uh, understood, uh, Tabiso and the listeners, that this is now one department. The minister is one. The budget is one. Yes. It uh, is not, he's not, I'm saying one plus one is two. He's dealing with all his, all the, all the athletes and the creatives now fall under him uh, and the, the development. So it's one ministry. So we did not have to say, ah, you are Cinderella child. You are going to be given less. You are, we had to assess, you just said apply. We didn't say we'll take 500 applications for athletes. We'll, we'll take a thousand for arts and creative. We just had to respond based on the number of applications that we have. It was not about predetermined uh, threshold for each of the components of the department. Okay, for those who've just joined us, we were talking to the DG of Sport, DG Vusum Zimkiza, Sport, Arts and Culture, just to find out how this uh, uh, relief fund, uh, where, which stage it was in and how it's been distributed. And uh, he's confirmed that from the sports side, they basically almost finished. They're distributing uh, the funds there and have written to those who've been successful or not. And so with the Arts and Culture sector, DG, when do you expect to complete the process? With the increase in our adjudication and the processes and the 
administrative gaps that have been identified by the panel in terms of also utilizing the system. Also, we wanted everything to be electronic so that it is auditable. We are confident that uh, maybe by Thursday or so latest Friday next week we should be done. We're working day and night to make sure. But people who get recommended, we don't wait until we finish everything. We, we do what we call pay as you go. Okay, we've got a voice note here, DG, before we let you go on 0614104107. Uh, good evening, SAFM. Good evening, DG, my DG. Uh, what I'd like to find out is uh, how is this money going to be distributed amongst the musicians? Because uh, as individual musicians, we don't have the access of uh, saying we, we can uh, apply. Now, let's say, for instance, if uh, mother bodies like Samba get the funds, uh, wouldn't that be uh, an alternative? Because they've got a database of most musicians. Bongan in Pratyatan. Thank you. Thank you, Bongani. Uh, did you get that one, DG? Then thanks very much from Bongani. No, Bongani, the distribution we will, as I'm indicated, have indicated. Uh, when we ask people to apply, they provide their banking details. So we are paying directly into the accounts of the applicants or beneficiaries of the relief. Um, uh, but interestingly, he touches on the issue of uh, two very critical points Bongani is mentioning. One is the issue of the database. Um, indeed, we have a problem in the side of the sector. There are multiple databases, but belonging to different organizations and uh, there are people who are also there in the fraternity but are not necessarily on those databases so we are working with the fraternity the collecting societies with the and the, the the organizations there CIFSA uh, being the matter body there to say let's have a database nationally as a legacy of this, so that in future we don't have a problem. But going forward for now, I think um, uh, Minister is engages tomorrow. The the issue of how best we can deal with the distribution, even the reaching of those who are like the freelancers, who are like uh, furthest from the center, how can they be supported, will be able to come back. I have also received a a re- com- some recommendations from the organizations um, of the sector that they submitted uh, yesterday and we'll be looking at those measures too that they are proposing. So I think we should be able to to say to Bongani for now we are paying directly into account but we are working on the national database. Okay, so thanks, DG. Thanks. Thank you for always being available to speak to us and keeping uh, the uh, listeners updated on uh, this process and just uh, the transparency that you are giving us as the Department of Sport, Arts and Culture. Thank you very much, Tavis. Thank you, sir. That's the DG, DG Vusumzi Mkiza. So basically, sports, uh, that's done. They're getting their monies or they've got their monies, all 297 of them out of the 473 applications.